So I get this email from Mike Magnuson. And the, I, the Mike Magnuson? Yeah, from goodbed.com, right. the founder. And so he was on the podcast recently, and I thought it was going to be related to that. But if you go back in time, and this has been, I think, October of 17, uh, I went to San Francisco, and Mike and I were going to the Sleep Tech Summit, and we got robbed. I remember that. Okay, so in, in the middle of the chaos and the haze of getting robbed in San Francisco... I still had my phone on me and I knew that I had a bunch of video footage on my computer that was going to yeah. be lost. And so I, I started shooting video right away and I turned it into what I, I was calling at the time a Kippo short. Cause I, you know, sure. Yeah. So I remember short films. Yeah, yeah. And um, so Mike, the note that I get from Mike was in reference to that video, which had, it only had like 600 views, but we had never gone back to check the comments to see what people had said about and that. And you did that recently. And Mike did that recently, and he was shocked at how unsympathetic <laughs> and pro-crime certain people were in the comments so give section. So give me a taste of that. Like, they were like, you dummies, you should have not left your car, you know, like where it was, or like, how are you all of a sudden the problem? Yeah, they were like, of course you're going to be targeted. You guys look like two hipsters <laughs> <laughs> that are like the, you know, these... Guys with like glasses and they're calling us hipsters basically. And they say, of course you're going to stand out and get robbed. And we're like, and some guys like you guys both deserved it. And another comment I, I was, the guy was trying to give genuine constructive feedback about what we should do differently. And, he, but he was basically like, yeah, you kind of deserved it. Even though, you know, I'm trying to help you here. It was, I told my, I think Mike was genuinely shocked because he's lived in San Francisco for 12 years and he's never been robbed. And so hmm. for people to hop in on the comic session and be like, well, number one, you deserved it. Number two, you know, of course this happened to you. He's like, no, I typically have my guard up the right amount. And hey, man, it's, 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 any, any more today, uh, up is down and right is wrong. It's, it's just a matter of perspective, right? I yeah, mean, well, like and I tell, you, I tell you what, it, when I looked at the comments, I've seen such nasty things happen on the YouTube comments that I was like, this is tame. I'm like, Mike, I will take this all day long and twice on Sunday compared to some of the flame-throwing hate that people end up with online. Oh, boy. Uh, you know what? We just got disconnected. No, we're still live. No, we are live on our podcast, but it says right here, for our Facebook Live friends, it says, trying to reconnect, what's going on? Uh We'll keep rolling. Keep rolling. So, uh, well, man, you know, that's, that's, I'm glad that you're alive to tell the story. Um, it, it, that story would be a lot cooler, by the way, if you caught them in the act and you had to ninja fight them off of the car and wrestle your stuff away from them. That would have been even cooler. Yeah. Well, if you want to check it out, you can always go on YouTube. And I think if you type in like Kippo short getting robbed in San Francisco, it's going to pop up. But I did, I will tell you what we did. We, found a guy that was nearby at the time and I jumped out of the car and like ran up to him and I had a jacket on like a you know like a just a sport jacket he's like man are you a cop are you a cop man I'm like no I'm not a cop I'm not a cop I'm looking for one I'm looking for a cop yeah. can you help me find one I'm looking for one so here let's pause this for a second here you're gonna pause it oh try and go back in good idea this is gonna end it so in the meantime no, i, I wonder uh if we can actually start up the same i can say again. i i have never been uh i don't know i left a, a girl left a purse in my car one time and it came back and the whole thing was like broken into so i don't do that window anymore. busted out yeah window busted out i'm like so now anyone leaves anything in my car i'm like get that in the trunk i'm like there's no way well the, people the, are nuts you know the other place that you should kind of watch you know your stuff and make sure that you know you don't 
leave anything out in the open and kind of watch your back. It's an awesome, amazing, fun city, but there's an element of danger around. That's New Orleans. That's where we're going to be in August. Well, there is, and I've known people that have been rolled in New Orleans. Uh, what do you mean rolled? Rolled like uh, robbed and drugged and uh, crazy stuff there, actually. Yeah. No, I, I've, I know 100% what you're talking about. And you know what's weird about New Orleans? It, it, weird and... People um, have been drugged and, and like they've been robbed and I we know people, yeah. We know, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, but but it's the 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 voodoo aspect. The you know voodoo what I'm talking? Well, yeah. There's like a, it's like a black magic, like uh, voodoo dolls and uh, black like uh, voodoo, right? Voodoo, like, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and so that's a big thing there, and so I think that's a really interesting part of their culture. But anyway, we're not going to have any voodoo at the primetime well, live be on event. High alert! And by the way, if you need two bodyguards, here they are. Are you talking about the, us? The guy in the salmon shirt <laughs> and the guy right here with the... Yeah, with no calluses on our hands at all. Oh, look at that one, though. You can tell right But you there. know where you See can find us? You can find us up on stage at the Nationwide event. Prime That's time. Right. Prime time, baby. I'm really fired up about that because they're going to have... He t you know, Whitaker tells me, Mike Whitaker at Nationwide tells me it's like 5,000 people running around. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be awesome. And so you and I are going to be doing Mattress University. I know what's going in session one and two. We can't talk about that. But we can talk about three, which is ours. Boom. And uh, we're going to be on stage with Mike Whitaker. And we're going to be uh, doing some really cool stuff. And we can't talk about the details of that. But cannot wait. Nothing like being in a room with other people that uh, want to get their business to um, the next level. And that's what we're going to be doing. Hopefully uh, it's a campfire, Kinsley live campfire this time. Live campfire, man. It's going to turn into a bonfire. And with all of you there nationwide members, it may go from bonfire to full on hmm. California style Ooh. wildlife blaze. Wow. But so in a good way, not the bad kind. We need to alert the, the, proper first yeah. responders for that. So then. it's coming up August 17th through the 20th. And I'll tell you what, this is a, this really is so important. Uh, get too far down the road, kick the can down the road. Prices are going to go up on your flights. There might not be hotel rooms close enough for you to stay. Very true. So you, you should really head over, and there's a website I'm going to give you right now. So nationwideprimetime.com, nationwideprimetime.com. If you go over there now, you can get registered and start getting those details worked out. So you can come see Dos Marcos in session three. That's right. You can see some other amazing speakers, and most importantly, network with your friends, your colleagues, make new friends, make new memories and work on your business in person. It has a life-changing effect. If you bring back that life-changing effect to your business, it's going to catapult you. No doubt. And we're going to not just be doing that speech, Kinsley. We're going to be spending a lot of time in the hallways talking to people, which we always do. But we're also going to be doing some broadcast there. So we're going to be doing a podcast with a lot of the nationwide members and uh, help them discover their story. Because how many times does it happen where you and I are talking to a retailer or a business and they tell us something about themselves and we're like, oh my gosh, that's such a cool story. But yet they're not telling their own consumers that. So we're going to do a little digging mm -hmm. with some of the nationwide guys and they're going to have a sheet where they can sign up. I got a pickaxe and a shovel. We're going to dig, man, and find some gold and uh, help, them, help them understand that. And then they'll be able to take that recording that we do with them, video and the podcast recording. And uh, they can share it in their social media. So yeah, anyway, so it's going to cool. be a cool way to shine a light on nationwide members. We're going to be having an absolute blast. I can promise you that. I hope you're there. So hop on, hop on board. You know what I'm doing? 
I'm going to bring my harmonica. <laughs> it's, it's New Orleans. Every band's favorite guy is the guy in the crowd with a harmonica. With a half-drunk guy in the, in, in <laughs> hey, the you crowd know what with a harmonica. Should, you, should do? you should learn to play Friends in Low Places on a harmonica, Dude, and I'll sing it. I, I can barely play what I can play. I don't oh, need any like playlist no. from you. You know what you should learn how to play? Is never mess with a guy in a vest on harmonica. <laughs> that is the worst song ever. It may be the worst song ever, but it's the most viewed video on Dos Marcos podcast. Yeah, Facebook well, page. you know what? But if people were giving it star ratings, it would be like a one because yeah. it's not really that entertaining. It's about a stupid vest, so let's just start with that. But if if I was to give that video a rating, it would be a one out of five, hands down, Barna. Hey, Tom. How you doing, buddy? What's Chad up, Fisher. Tom? We had Greg Wright on there too from uh, Wright of Thomasville a minute ago. Man, but... Chad, you just missed missed our big nationwide pitch. Oh, Chad, you missed you it. You have to go back and rewatch yeah. it. That's cool, Boy. though. But anyway, what what would you would you give it a one star? I'd take star? a one star review because I fight the system. Oh, I okay. fight the system. So, all right, you think you do, huh? Yeah. Do, I... But do you fight it as much as this guy? Are you ready for this story? Dos Marcos podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. Chef David Serratini advertised a special that would change his fate, right? So anyone who left a one-star review on Yelp would get a 25% off pizza. Why in the hell would you want anyone leaving you a one-star review? Well, I know this story. Okay. Okay. So let's talk I about know it. this story. And this story is one of what he would describe as the review mafia stepping in and holding him hostage. Yelp and making specifically. Him pay. Yelp this is, is the review story. mafia. Yep. And I love this story, especially... In, in context of the mattress industry, because even in, in the last podcast where we did have Mike Magnuson from Good Bed, we dug into this dirty detail around reviews in the mattress industry, one of which is 20% of all mattress review sites in his, in his uh, analysis is owned by a mattress company. 20%. So you think they're giving honest reviews? No, they're not. They would, like, that wouldn't be in their best mm. interest. Mm. So one out of five mattress review sites that the consumers find on the internet is actually a prop site. It's fake and it's being used by the brand to, to generate sales. So when you look at reviews in general, I feel like there's this, this swirling that's going to happen. That's going to lead to some sort of uprising. And this guy, David Serratini decided, Hey, Yelp is not going to control my business. Yes. It's a huge part of what leads to, to foot traffic and brings people in the door. But basically he found out, over the years that if he didn't pay the $270 fee in advertising to Yelp, and they called him every week asking for it, if he didn't pay that $270, his reviews would disappear. So it was a shakedown. It was a sh total shakedown is what he said. So th that's, if you, now, of course that, keep your stuff together, man. Um, <laughs> At least my phone didn't ring. Yeah. Oh, so, but, but yes. So Yelp did that according to him. And, um, and to your point, did it over and over and over again. Now, what a racket, right? If you don't pay the man that he's going. But what's so horrible about that is this poor guy and how many people are going through it, right? This poor guy, uh, people look at Yelp reviews to come in. It's specifically for restaurants, I think, don't you? 
Uh, and, and that could negatively impact his family, his business, his income, uh, something like that. If you're not like this guy, could have shut him down. Yeah, and I think Yelp uh, self-reports that about 85% of their revenue comes from small businesses. So this guy really was just an example of what so many people in this space face. And, and you know, y- y- you go on there and you think, okay, this new advertising platform or review platform comes out and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to engage with it in good faith. Right. Right. I'm going to drive people to Yelp to leave me a review and more reviews are going to mean more people are going to come here and they're going to know the experience that they're going to have when they get to my store. But what ended up happening with him was he would get really good reviews and what would happen? They would disappear when he stopped paying them money. And, you know, that goes against serving the consumer. That is not in the consumer's best interest because they're not able to find what's around them. And navigate to the place that they want to eat. Right. And so now frame all of this, Kinsley, in in the context of this. So here's Saratini, high degree of failure in the restaurant space. He'd already been through one failure in a restaurant, right? And he knows, according to Yelp and other experts, that a half a star difference, think about this, a half a star could, could mean as much as a 19% drop in foot traffic. Okay, half a star. And so if you're earning good reviews and you're not advertising and Yelp busts you out on that and and puts bad reviews on top, look at the impact of that, right? And so this 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 guy that's running Bado Bistro um, found out that this was going on and what they were doing. And he just decided, you know what? I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going to be a victim to whatever Yelp does. So tell the rest of the story. What happens? So he says, I'm going to encourage people to come out and give me one-star reviews. And he was going to fight what they, they called the Yelpers. And the whole idea bubbled up to be something much bigger. And here's where, to me, it really spoke to a true, deeply felt problem. Whenever he started inviting people to give him one-star reviews, and now he was offering something in exchange for it, like 50% off if you give us a one-star review, which apparently is against their rules, but here's what happened. The media showed up in droves. The media came out and they said, why are you doing this? Tell us the story. And and there was an element of corruption that they felt that they felt uh, was in the best interest for the public to know about. Right. And so he racked up uh, more one-star reviews, I think, than any restaurant in history, becoming the worst reviewed restaurant there is. Now, along the way, like before he got to this point, by the way, he actually was accused by Yelp of writing fake five-star reviews, and he admitted to that later on. But he was, again, trying to fight the system. He was trying to figure out you know, how to navigate around it, and he did something that was wrong in, in his effort to fight it when what he really needed to do was flip the script, not play their game, and play his own game, which led to media attention. It led to people actually sending him money, just checks in the mail, because they were like, thank you for being this the symbol that the small business restaurant community needs in fighting back against Yelp. So you know you have these Yelp review people that come and sit in your restaurant and they're like food reviewers, I'm sure. So if you have a nice new restaurant in New York City and someone from the New York Times comes in and they're the review person, you want that meal to be perfect for them, right? Well, now we're all reviewers. Right, literally. I mean, and that that person's going to get a fantastic meal. They got all these Yelp bullies, right? And some of them do a lot of reviews, so they actually are 
looked at more than other people. So their reviews populate at a higher level because they've done so many of them. He's like, you get some of these bozos coming in and, and they're throwing their mus- muscle around and they're bullying him. And they're like, hey, man, if you don't give me a great service, or you maybe don't give me a free something or other, then it's going to be a bad review. And so sure enough, Kinsley, uh, that's and he just got fed up and he's like, here's a quote from him, if I can find it. Uh, he says, I knew people, I knew the people at Yelp were going to hate me, but that's exactly what I wanted to Serentini. I didn't want them anyway. Uh, he said, I had to ask the restaurant community for help, um, because it got to be so good. Everyone loved the fact that he was taking them on. He was like, you're not going to do this for me. I don't care about your stupid reviews. Give me a one star review, encouraging it. He said his business grew so dang fast that he had to borrow pizza dough from local uh, competitors and they all chipped in actually. <laughs> How funny is that? See, this this is what's going to happen. I think you're going to get to a point in our industry and in every industry where reviews are going to be, you know, you almost have to, I'm going to switch gears. You almost have to be an investigator to figure out which reviews resonate with you the most. How many times do you go on Amazon or another platform and you, you go to the one-star reviews to see how people are talking about it? And if they don't seem reasonable, then you're like, okay, that person doesn't connect with me. You try to find the reviews that have some sort of sync up with the way that you would think about this product, this category, this purchase. So there's all of this detective work that you're having to do just to find the reviews that are most relevant to you. And you know, I, I think, we're getting to that place where that's the way that we are going to try to navigate. I, I even uh, saw on Casper's site the other day um, that they now have a filtering feature where you can click the topic of review that you want to see underneath the product. And I think that's really smart. And I think, you know, reviews matter. We know that they have a, a significant impact on almost every product purchase. I mean, I go to the store now and try to buy a pair of shoes and I'm like, well, what review does this shoe have? You know, and then I'm going online trying to find it. And of course you can't always find it. So reviews have a significant impact, but people are going to grow to, you know, distrust the snake oil salesmen that are out there. As more of this gets exposed, as more David Serratini's uh, decide to take on the system, uh, hopefully things shake out in a good way that serves the consumer. Yeah. And, and I think it's important kind of to your point and what Tom writes, uh, TJ writes here um, on our uh, Facebook page. He says, how can you review mattresses, helmets, shoes, things like that? It's such a personal, customizable piece that's never a one-size-fits-all. It's a, uh, it is a pasta is dish. Is a pasta dish awful because you don't like tomatoes? Well, right, because mm-hmm. you and I can go on to the same place for vacation, right? And um, you may like it, I may not like Lots it. Lots of people go to Clearwater Beach, Florida and love it. I don't. Well, right. And so that's the point. It's perspective. It's context. It's your personal preference over mine. And so a mattress, that's why Magnuson, what he was doing was so important or talking about was a, a bed for me isn't going to be necessarily the bed for you. Body is different. Lifestyle is different. And so I think you're right. I think at some point I, I've, I've thought of this often. Here's, here's where we'll make money, right? We got to think what's next. So it's um, if the review system, if the star rating thing blows up, because, you know, it's like almost everything's got four stars anymore, doesn't it? I mean, people are figuring that out. So now if everything has four to four and a half stars, because that's the game, what relevance is a review? So when I go in, what do you do? I go in and I read some of the worst ones and I read some of the best ones and I try to 
you know, look for common threads? What do you do? Like, how do you yeah, I mean, that's that? the detective work. I mean, I, I try to read the review and find one that seems real because so many of the reviews that are right. kind of placed up top, I read through them and I'm like, this sounds like too much of an analysis of the product and not a genuine review by a person. And then I will click over to the, the bad reviews and just see how people are thinking about it. No doubt. No doubt. And then if they don't, if their thought process doesn't align with me, then I'm like, eh, I don't even know if I want to, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if I want to purchase this item at all because all of the reviews compound into to some sort of, you know, some sort of effect for me that doesn't match with what I want. So it's just a blend, right? It's a blend. I mean, you, but it, it's going to evolve and it's going to get better and it's going to get worse. But I think there's going to have to be a way to authenticate it more. Well, and I have to say, I mean, in, in defense of some of the reviews that are out there, um, it's what Mike talked about. And I, Mike is a good actor in this industry and he really does um, take into account the voice of the consumer and try to represent the consumer. And he's like, anytime you see five stars, it, it's not a good way of thinking about it because five stars for who? You know, anytime you see a list of the best mattresses, it's not a good way of thinking about it. the best mattress for who. So when in his reviews, if you do actually go to the Good Bed uh, YouTube page and you look at the way that he reviews mattresses, um, he doesn't try to say, you know, this is the best mattress for this type of person and it gets five stars. He talks about the, the attributes of the mattress and tries to describe them accurately. Right. And right. I think that that's a, that's a much more difficult process than chopping it open with a chainsaw, pointing to some of the layers and saying, this is fantastic. I love it. You should buy it right now. Click my link. Yeah. And I think there's a lack of authenticity in it. And I want to get to one thing before we vacate this idea. And it's about what do you do if you have a one star rating? Mm -hmm. So we can talk more about this guy, Saratini, but I have another idea. But before we do that, you know something? Let's talk about somebody else. But this is big. What? And I give, I give this company five stars. We have a new sponsor. Bingo. No, we do. We have a new sponsor. So Nationwide is a sponsor for sure. This group of people, Kinsley, you and I have known them for a long time. Long time. And they're industry experts, insiders, and friends of ours, actually. And so uh, when we talked to them about um, being a sponsor of the podcast, they got it right away, and they loved it, and they wanted to do it. And I'm really excited to announce. Are you ready? Hold on. Drum roll. I think we should do that. Yeah. Pure Care. Bingo. Is our new sponsor. And here's why that's so big is because we're not going to have... Uh, we may do one other small sponsorship, but we're going to do a headline sponsor and then the mid-roll sponsor. So we'll have someone in the middle of the show, and that's going to be it for us. We may do another quick thirty-second one, but we're not going to we're not going to make this like a NASCAR with a bunch of sponsorships. We're yeah, I'm not going to be simple. like Garth uh, in Wayne's World. Whenever he's like kicked back, and he's like, some people only do stuff, you know, just for the sponsorship. <laughs> and he's wearing right. like a Pepsi uniform. Oh yeah, and something on the bottom of his shoe. Yeah, I'm so, you like know, that, sometimes yeah. I'm wondering if you're sponsored by the whale company with the whale shirts. I don't have a whale shirt. I know, but today. a lot of times you have the whale shirt. I'm like, what are we no, sponsored by no, the whale no, shirts? No, 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 we're not. But we, we are, are sponsored, sponsored by, by Pure Care. Care. Okay, you got me too. <laughs> so anyway, no, great people. Uh, so Sean Bergman, chief marketing officer, a good friend of ours, Sarah Bergman. Uh, who is also um, one of the principals of that company? Fantastic person. Uh, their their dad, uh, Sean's dad, Jeff. Jeff, um, what a great guy. One of the founders of the company, and then you've got, of course, Arnold Hirschbein. You got Arnold. Hey, for you know sure. the very when I first got into the industry, uh, I went to this event, and there was a group of people standing around outside late in the evening after dinner and after the cocktail party, and these guys 
uh, we're, we're all smoking cigars and they offered me one and I didn't know anybody. And, uh, I don't know if it, it was Arnold and he was just inviting me into the circle to talk to people That's and hang so out. Great. And I always appreciated that very much. And he just had such a warm spirit about him and it's just welcoming, you know, I didn't know anybody at that time. So it, it reminds me, you know, it showed me kind of the heart of that company. I got to know Sean, you know, through, uh, serving on the Better Sleep Council together in, in our past time. Got to know Sarah. Um, she's done a great job. I always complimented Sean and Sarah whenever For being they, smart enough to marry Sarah. Yeah, that's it, that too, <laughs> yeah. But I loved when they, they evolved the brand of that company and how they went about doing it to where they are now as Pure Care. It was just very thoughtful, and they have a, a nice, unique position, I think, in the marketplace that really deals with the health and wellness aspect of sleep essentials. Another term I got from Sean. Well, no, you're right about that. And you and I talk a lot about connecting people to what you do, not the products, but the mission behind it, the purpose behind it, and the, um, the, the emotional tug and hook. And here's what they're doing, to your point. It's a health and wellness business, right? And so I just want to read something that Sarah sent to me. Uh, she said, do you know that 50 million Americans suffer from allergies and allergen-induced asthma? Boy, We've 50 had, million. Well, I know. It's hard to believe That's that. like 10%. A lot. It's like a million over 49 US? million. Over 49 million. Of, <laughs> hold on. Let's ask. Where's your I don't know. How phone? many, uh, how many millions of people lived here? What percent? How many millions of people live in the United States? Hey, Siri. How many people, how many people live in you the United States? You interrupted her. Oh, Do it again. She, she gets to say your she name. She can't stand oh. me. Hey, Siri. How many people live in the United States? Wow. I see. I had it at 64. Let's call it. Hey, Siri. Okay. She's you know, we could, do whole, we could do a whole episode asking Siri questions. Okay. So anyway, 50 million people, Kinsley, um, with asthma or induced asthma problems. So the buildup of allergens and irritants in the sleep environment is a major cause of nighttime allergy attacks. Dead skin sure. cells and stuff you bring it in the bed. I mean, it just happens. stuff, no doubt. And, you know, with moisture, right? Mm-hmm. So you displace a third cup is what they say of moisture. So if you do that, that's, Sweat. A, that's, a, that's a Petri dish. That's all drool from some of us. That's drool for, for you. That's <laughs> drool for you. Um, and so their, their products are all about helping create clean, hygienic sleep environments, which I'm, I'm in favor of. I want to be on the record. Uh, and they're very innovative when they do this. So they um, are innovative with the textiles. I know Jeff goes to foreign countries a lot in search of innovation around textiles. Performance textiles. You're a performance textile guy with Kippo. You betcha. You know a lot about that. Uh, and so um, anyway, with their recovery sheets and pillows and protectors, uh, they have some of the most advanced uh, textiles in the world, clinically tested and proven. And by the way, um, the U.S. Food Drug Administration. Clinically tested. Clinically tested. So listen to this one. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has determined their salient product, right, mm-hmm. um, are medical devices and general wellness products. How many people in our industry can say that their products are literally legit medical devices? That's pretty cool. It's one of the legal minefields that people in this industry wade through is saying, you know, can I make a medical claim? And for you to be able to do it with some of your sleep essentials, the stuff touching your skin all the time, no doubt how much that's where you need to be, you know, focusing is, is the mattress, the sheets, that entire environment 
that's going to be surrounding your body for a third of your life. That's where you should be thinking about health and wellness. No doubt. And it goes back to sleep ecosystem and it's for the retailer. It's adding ticket. You can sell more by bringing more people in. Or you can sell more to the people you already have in. And so we know anyway. foot traffic is down. So what do you want? Of course you want more foot traffic, but you want higher average tickets. And I know Pure Care does a great job with their training as well. So we're going to talk. Yeah. And that's a big part of it. We're going to talk about more of that. And here's the coolest part of the sponsorship. Sarah Bergman is going to be on our show a lot. So she's going to be doing. And she's that. super fun. So She's so fun. So she'll be talking to us instead of you and I. Uh, being pretenders to like knowing a lot about like what they do. We're going to get the hey, real knowledge from Sarah and she's going to come on and like uh, school us. We're so. the guides. You we're the guides. I mean? We're the curators of cool and she's cool. So yeah. We're bringing her in. Well, thank thank you to, to Sean and Sarah for your friendship, for being great for sure. people in the industry who, who serve the industry and for, you know, getting your story out in a new and fun and in and cool way with, uh, the, the the whale wrangler and the myself. whale wrangler yeah and i think i should <laughs> I, I i need to as a full disclosure my sister actually works for that company your sister carrie yeah, does she does yeah for real so anyway it has nothing to do with this but i i felt like i needed to say that i'm glad you told me i totally forgot about so that in case someone tried to sue me for that i'm right? i may know, sue you right now people are, there you go people you've are, been served so anyway that's thanks to pure care love yeah, you thank guys you, pure care. and uh we'll, we'll look forward to telling your story and and thanks for your partnership and the thing is uh, which I think most people that listen to this podcast know, like we, we want to make sure we we're bringing people to the table that we have a great time with. And you know, what's cool. They sell into nationwide. So the synergy of these two companies yeah. together. So we need to cap this off quick. Um, you gotta go somewhere. I do, man. My son's got basketball. Oh, I just saw you. He, he dunked. He, he's in eighth grade. He he's in eighth got grade. A, and he he's dunked. going in ninth grade, but yeah, he showed me the video. I was like, Holy cow, this is incredible. He's tough enough, man. He's got a six pack and now he can dunk. And you he's like asking me to show him my six pack. And I said, I don't have a six pack. It's more like a little pony keg pony keg working, yeah. which I think is better. Cause there's more in the pony keg. Yeah. If you have like seams in between it, yeah. that's more places where yeah, you could do some damage. It's more round. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Do you so still anyway, have your bluff in on him though? Which is your dad, your dad bluff. Like, Okay, you may be a hot shot here. Oh, he's still scared. But believe it. I have dad strength. I could still he, he, he's taller shut than you me down. and stronger than me, but I'm lucky he 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 still likes me, so he hasn't like <laughs> tried to pound his father. He's a great kid. He's, he's a, a great, great kid, kid, no kid. doubt. Um but back to the one star, Are you ready for this? As one we star. close this out, I want you to think about this. If you have a one star, it's okay because you can take it and like it's not if you fail, right? It's not if you have the one star. It's what you do with that. And if you go in and you correct it or you deal with it and you take it head on and you offer a fair solution and you respond to that Yelpster or whoever the heck it is with a, you know, what is a, um, a good hearted attempt to fix the problem, then I think the community looks at that and they're like, okay, that's cool. That company is like really making an effort to fix the problem. Here's the good news. If that person is still an idiot, and comes at you, the community will handle it for you, right? A lot of times I've seen that. Have you? Where the, yeah, I, like other other users or other people that attend their restaurant, they're like, "Man, you're an idiot. Shut up!" Or, "Hey, you had a bad experience. They fixed it, and you're still after them. I mean, give them a break, right?" So I love that part. So if you have the problem, it's not a problem unless you let it continue to be address it head on, and it could turn it into a real positive. Actually. No, I, I this is going to be kind of a weird tack on to that, but. Every challenge is an opportunity if you take that attitude. And we were, this is going to sound really weird. 
Uh, my nieces and nephew are, are here staying with us for the week. And we went walking the dogs and, and there's a great place for us to walk near our house, but it's a graveyard. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. But it's a really nice wide path and it's very quiet as you can imagine. And so I'm walking along and of course, you know, aunt and uncle <laughs> taking the kids through the graveyard on a walk, which is casual. Nice. Um, but we're walking along and I, my, my nephew loves to draw comic books and he's nine. He's really creative. Wow. Um, a very good little artist and likes to put together his stories. And we're looking at all the funny names on, on the headstones, you know, just cause sure. you got a lot of different names. You're there. You might as well. Right. And I said, Hey, you know, the, the graveyard is a really good place to get character names for your stories. Oh, good idea. And so then we were talking about, did you find one? Yeah. He found one called Ron Wayne and we decided that's going to be Bruce Wayne's brother. Nice. Long lost brother. And his story goes a little bit like this. Ron Wayne is from, he's a carpenter from Nashville, Tennessee, who gets called in whenever Bruce Wayne's building gets leveled in Gotham. And then he finds out through this whole series of events. But here, let me, go, let me take it back a little bit. Every challenge is an opportunity. I had to hit the reset on that. So we're talking about the elements of a good story. And I told him, I said, if somebody would have told me this at your age, I would have written much better stories and had a lot of fun with it. But there are only three key components to a, to a story well told. And there are probably more, but here's my framework. You have to have a character. Your character has to want something badly. And they must have a very difficult time getting it. Hmm. If you think about it, you have never thought of that. Of course, you're going to have a character. They have to have a goal or an objective. But the moment that it's easy for them to get that is when the story is over. It's their creativity and how they navigate those obstacles and how they dig their way out of trouble and the, the other people that come to their aid that makes the story rich. So whenever you're looking at your one-star review, think about it in terms of your story. And if you were the hero and it was easy to get what you wanted, life would be really boring. So use that as an opportunity to tell your story in a new way and get creative. Be David Saratini. Take the one-star review and turn it into something magical. Yeah, and step up. I mean, if someone's bullying you around, step, take them on. I like that's what Call I love us. about this. We're security. Let's go, like man. Like we're security. We're security. This guy stood up and he took on Yelp, and so you know you're sitting there and you're thinking about the victim mentality. And Serentini's like, "Come on, get, come and get it. Let's go. I'll, I'll, I'll eat up all the one star reviews I can get. I'm going to turn it into a positive." And that's what he did, Kinsley. You mentioned wanting something really badly. As we sign off, I want everyone on Facebook. Uh, Dos Marcos podcast, uh, facebook.com forward slash Dos Marcos podcast. Right there, yep. I want you to leave us a note. I'm going to have you answer it on our way out. You said wanting something badly. What do you want really badly this year? Everyone on Facebook, go ahead and answer this question. But what's yours? What do you want badly? Other than world peace, because I know you're a world peace guy. So I want to. Turn compassion into action. Ooh, good. So, like, jump on board with a charity, local charity, or no? I want it to be in my heart. In I your want, heart, I good. Want, I want compassion to be fully felt in my heart, and then turn that into action. That that's my journey this year. Wow, that's a great journey. I just want. What to, do you want? Very badly? just to be able to eat as much ice cream as I can and not gain any weight. You think I can make that happen? If anybody can make it happen, it's you. I believe it, in you. I, I feel like mine's a little more shallow than yours, though, so I'll have to come back. I was you. just worried you are going to say, I want more than anything ever to have another whale shirt. 
please. No, I, I think what I want, I, what I want is for um, this podcast. One of the things that I want, I want this podcast to be a great place for people to go and enjoy and uh, get something from it. Hopefully you got something from this one. I'll, I'll and, tell you, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah. I really do want our speech at nationwide to be one of people's greatest memories of their entire year in wow. the business. That's big, man. What? We can't fail there. We go big, right? We're going to bring it too. So you need to be there. All right. Well, that's it for us. And, cool. uh, yeah, man. Um, Great being with you today, and um, go and take on some Yelp bullies. That's the direction. Oh, we had. Uh, Do you want a song to get you pumped up? Here it is. You yeah. can bounce on it. Oh, oh. Yeah, bounce with it. Bounce with it. Oh. Bounce with it. Bounce with it. All right. <laughs> what is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of it, son. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool as ice and I'm hot like like a heater, bounce by the ounce, now we got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. The best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get high. If you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Nothing short of cheap. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Right. Listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming When your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl want to chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no! You need springs and foam Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce You'll be sleeping alone And if the bed don't react Then you can't get low We, we got, got that type of bounce That won't spill your Merlot So stick with us And you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle And I'm so supportive is where the magic is and we just killed a song about mattresses